welcome to this month's special edition of the JNMP. My name is Elizabeth Hyten. I'm the JNMP podcast editor. We're going to be discussing the recent BMJ Patient Partnership Strategy. Originally launched in 2014, aiming to introduce editorial changes to the journals to make patient partnership integral to the way in which our journals work. As part of this initiative, the JNMP has recently set up the Patient Editorial Board, which is a commitment to improve patient engagement in the studies that are published in the JNMP. I'm joined by Sharon Roman, who is from Vancouver, Canada, and is a newly appointed member of the JNMP Patient Editorial Board. Sharon recently published an editorial commentary on the JNMP, and she's here with me to discuss her role at the JNMP Patient Editorial Board and what she believes the patient partnership should look like. So Sharon, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be here. I really wanted to get um, an understanding of your role on the JNMP Patient Editorial Board, but first of all, I really wanted to understand a bit more about why you became involved in the JNMP. A large part of that answer lies in why I began sharing my experiences with my healthcare. When I started writing for the BMJ, I reasoned that if something I said resonated with just one doctor, and that doctor used my experience to make a positive change, even if it was for just one patient, I was happy. Having multiple sclerosis and being involved with a journal that focuses specifically on neurology is a natural fit. The JNMP gives me the opportunity to engage directly with the community that strives to help people with MS. And being on the patient editorial board, it allows me to continue encouraging more patient-centered care that recognizes patients who want to be involved as partners in their health care, thus improving the experiences and hopefully the lives of more patients. And in terms of what your role on the JNMP was specifically on the patient editorial board, has that been kind of outlined yet or is it more in the initial phases, I suppose? 20 years of living with MS and comorbidities has given me extensive experience as a patient. And my role is not only to humanize a data point, it is to bring that personal experience into the conversations in JNMP and share my insights to foster best practices that include the patient perspective. Because in many ways, the journal's readers know far more about MS than I do. I have not studied and practiced medicine for years, but in equal measure, I have experienced more than the textbook or study can teach. And I can share my perspective and knowledge to encourage an understanding of what matters to me as a patient and remind the journal's readers that there is an actual person behind the ubiquitous term patient. So I wondered, what do you think this patient partnership should look like? How, how do you think this should be a collaborative relationship? Well, I don't think there is a definitive answer to what a patient partnership looks like. And I think it's better that way. 
just as the partnership needs of other patients shouldn't be defined by mine, the needs of the JNNP shouldn't be defined by another journals. In my own life, my healthcare team and I exchange information in an effort to find what will be best for me. So they give me the best of their learned experience and I contribute my lived experience. We talk, we listen, and we learn from each other. And relationships matter and they grow through attention, intention, and meaningful dialogue. Now, as I said, part of what is exciting about this opportunity is the recognition that partnerships are individual and that there can be no single approach to partnership. So being allowed to create our own through our various approaches will translate to something unique to the JNNP and it will allow it to continue being, and I've got to quote the homepage because I love this line, a trailblazer and not a follower. Absolutely. And, it, and as you said, it does lend itself to the uniqueness of the journal. And hopefully there will be other followers to this particular trailblaze. I wondered, Sharon, if I could also ask you about your own personal experience about how you feel that the patient perspective actually does lead to better healthcare, both within the journal and obviously, you know, outside in your own experience. I think first and foremost, knowing the patient perspective leads to better understanding and that understanding coupled with the doctor's expertise leads to more effective healthcare. I've had many reactions over the years when someone finds out that I have MS, but one of the most brilliant things I've heard was, you need to tell me how I can help you. And that was from a lay person. It's something I wish more people said. Clinicians and researchers may know everything there is scientifically about a disease, but it still begs the question, how can you expect to help me the most if you don't have an understanding of what I need to make truly effective decisions at the clinical, the organizational, and even governmental level the patient perspective needs to be taken into account. Recently, I was brainstorming with a group of patients and researchers, and knowing the data that was being measured allowed me to comment on a coping mechanism that I have developed over the years that could produce a degree of variability if others did it as well. A discussion ensued about how it could potentially influence the data, but could also be adjusted for. This is a true example of patient perspective informing the data for more reliable results. Without that roundtable discussion, this may never have happened. Science cannot adjust for the lived experience without knowing it first. I think those examples that you just gave, Sharon, are so important and are clear examples of how 
the patient partnership can look in sort of practical every day. And of course, how this can then lead to sort of further down the line, more informed studies. So we have patient perspective and patient involvement from the very beginning, the inception of study design, all the way through to data collection and then data analysis. And then of course, publication as in and the JNMP. Um, and to improve all of these steps, as, as you've just very clearly elucidated, it's, it's just so important to have the patient perspective to guide meaningful research. So my final question for you, Sharon, is of course, you know, a central thesis of your editorial commentary, for which this podcast is based on that you recently published in the JNMP. And I really just wanted to sort of summarise why you believe the shared perspective to be so important. As, as I said in the commentary, there can be no empathy without shared perspective. Why do patients treated by doctors who score higher on empathy have better outcomes? It doesn't matter how you dissect it or what label you use, felt psychology, clinical empathy, or emotional intelligence. It's the power of human emotion, of a connection. Shared perspective is a cornerstone of an empathic connection, and it can benefit both doctor and patient. Not only do patients experience greater satisfaction and better outcomes, studies have shown that doctors also experience wide-ranging benefits from better health outcomes, a sense of well-being and professional satisfaction to less burnout and greater emotional stability. It is important to realize that this isn't something that only patients benefit from. We have to recognize that healthcare is about more than just writing a prescription or listening to a litany of ailments and correctly identifying the underlying cause. That's practicing medicine by rote. And that can be unsatisfying for both doctor and patient with suboptimal outcomes for everyone. Yes, knowledge is imperative, but being effective requires communication, agreement, and perspective. If I extend an open hand, it's not for a prescription. It's for the warmth of another human. In my experience, a prescription may have the ability to slow disease progression or lessen the impact of my symptoms, but it does not have the ability to empower me. That is why my relationships with my healthcare team are so important. We know that patients benefit from an empathic connection, but we also know that doctors do as well. The shared perspective allows doctors and patients to benefit from each other as well as with each other. It's truly a winning combination. Now that's powerful. Absolutely. And I think launching this initiative and having editorial commentary such as your one in the JNMP provides really, like we said, just invaluable contributions and, and hopefully extends that relationship that you have with your care 
providers to actually this now huge network of, of care providers, of, of people publishing in the JNMP and, and vice versa, that researchers now have this really unique perspective to how and we can all work together to kind of consider the best ways to grow this partnership and, and help it develop further down the line. Sharon, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you very much for having me. Collaboration is powerful and it's been a privilege to be here. Yeah, I look forward to hopefully some more podcasts with you in the future. That was Sharon Ruman from Vancouver, Canada, who's one of our newly appointed um, patient editorial board members. You can read her commentary on the JNMP website on jnmp.bmj.com, as well as hopefully many more to come. And thank you all for listening.